1897, Wyoming. Home. After five years away, Maxwell White was finally coming home. Two years too early. The clack-clack-clacking of the train rumbling down the tracks had an entirely different feeling than when he'd left home for college. At 18, he'd been excited and anxious, ready to conquer the world, or at least achieve his goal of becoming a doctor. Now, the rocking, dusty passenger car bore him home, but he had not completed his education. How long would he have to work to get the funds he needed to attend his last two years of medical school? Could he return in the fall? Or spring at the latest? The scenery rushing past outside the train window offered him no solutions, only pushed him toward Bear Creek and his family. While he'd been gone, he'd missed his adopted brothers and sister, all seven of them, more than he'd ever thought possible. Exchanging letters just wasn't enough. Next thing he knew, the train had stopped and he disembarked, hauling his small travel case onto the platform. With late springtime in full bloom, he hadn't expected his pa or brothers to greet him. Ranchers needed every hour of the day to get their jobs done, and, according to the last letter from his younger brother and jokester Edgar, his ma couldn't lumber up into the wagon without assistance, being far along with her third baby. He'd see if he could get the livery owner to let him borrow a horse to get him the rest of the way home. Before he could leave the platform steps, a voice rang out. Maxwell! Sam Castlerock, his best friend of eight years, hurried down the boardwalk toward him. Sam's wife, Emily, was on his arm, and he was wearing a wide smile. His friend looked very different from when Maxwell had first known him. Back then, Sam had worn fancy duds more suited to city boys. Now he wore denims and a worn chambray shirt, dusty boots and a Stetson. He looked like the cowboy he was, and he looked confident, happier than Maxwell remembered. Maxwell accepted a back-slapping hug from Sam and a bus on the cheek from Emily. He'd been sweet on her during his teenage years. But before he'd left for college, they'd grown to be simply close friends. Maxwell was glad Sam had found love with the shopkeeper's daughter. You look tired his friend said, stepping back and claiming Emily's hand as if he couldn't bear not to touch her. Maxwell noticed and tried not to feel the twinge of envy in his stomach. That's what sixteen-hour days of classes, labs, and studying will do to a cowboy like me. Plus, I've been on a train for two days straight. Do you have time for lunch before you head out to your pa's place? Emily asked. After forty-eight hours of train fare, I'm more than happy to stop for a quick meal. He nodded his thanks to her and looked away quickly from the small bulge at her waistline. Sam and Emily were starting a family, it seemed. He felt another of those twinges beneath his breastbone. Do you have luggage? Sam asked. A trunk full of medical texts. Sam grinned and motioned toward a wagon alongside the plank boardwalk a ways down. I guess I'll trust you with my wife. Meet you in a few minutes. Maxwell knew he should probably have helped his friend, wrestle the heavy trunk into the wagon. But he was just as happy to escort Emily, who had remained a dear friend. She chattered about their homestead. Sam had already told him via letter that it was close to his pa's place, and how Sam fussed over her because of the baby. Her expression shone with joy, and he had to avert his face. You'll never have that. Came a painful whisper from the past, one he did his best to ignore. Looking up Main Street, 
He saw many of the storefronts had changed in five years. Different business names. Some were a new coat of paint. The street extended farther than he remembered. New stores must have been built as well. Everything was the same, and yet everything was different. Or maybe he was the one changed by his time away. Suddenly, three whooping cowboys thundered down the dirt-packed lane on their horses, and Maxwell shifted Emily toward the nearest storefront, away from the commotion. There's a new saloon in town, Emily said, her tone apologetic. The sheriff claims all the troublemakers are getting their courage there. He didn't have time to answer her before a wave of people swept toward them, crowding the boardwalk and stalling their steps. Gunfight, a man in a suit shouted. It can't be, Emily frowned. Not in Bear Creek. Above the heads in the crowd, Max could just make out two men squaring off in the street. Get low.